Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story pod, friends. This is episode 40, Bleeding Hearts. So this week we got Off the Needles, Show Me Your Knits, When Good Knitting Goes Bad, Book Reviews, Stuff I'm Watching on the Internet, It Followed Me Home, Skills for the Apocalypse, and Got Spinning. Yeah, it's a full roster today. It sure is. I have been obviously avoiding a lot of homework. (laughs) Yes, it sounds like it, because I think most of this podcast is you. Yeah, I think so. I've caught, I've had to make up for lost time. Yeah, that's true. So I did. <laughs> All right, so off the needle, so why don't you start? Oh, thanks. <laughs> let's you're old, you're let's listen to Lex butcher the German word. <laughs> you're only telling me to start so that you can listen to me say this. So I would just like to say before I butcher this word that I called my mom, who speaks German, to get the correct pronunciation. And she laughed at me when I was trying to say it and basically just laughed and... You said I couldn't do it. So. And we even tried Google Translate. And Google Translate failed us miserably. And apparently I say it like a French person, not a German person. So I'm very sorry. If any of you speak German out there, I'm really, really, really sorry for what's about to come out of my mouth. <laughs> so I just finished my sock pattern called Butterblumchen, <laughs> which is German for Buttercup. Okay. <laughs> and I did it for the Stampede. So every year the Stampede has a Western showcase that has all sorts of arts and crafts. Okay. So I'm finished it. Yay! Yay! So other people get to see your beautiful work. Yes, and hopefully I win a prize. Yay! Or or maybe just a ribbon. That would be okay, too. Is the prize not a ribbon? There, There's also money. Oh. you can, Not a lot of money. But, you know, you can win a little bit of money. But I'm hoping to win at least a ribbon. Okay. I won a ribbon my first year, and then I didn't win anything last year. So this year, hoping for a ribbon. And obviously, it's going to be a buttercup colorway. Uh, nope. It is uh, tequila sunrise. It's orange. It's okay. It's uh, variegated orange with some sparkle in there. Ooh. Very subtle sparkle, but sparkle is there. And it's by uh, Dragonfly Dye Works, and I bought it in Olds last year. So it's been a whole year, but I made something it, out it of it. It has come full circle. It has come full circle. Oh my goodness. Yay. I don't think I used any of the yarn yet that I bought at Olds last so year. So if any of you guys are in Calgary or going to be in Calgary for the Calgary Stampede, how many times can I say Calgary in the same <laughs> sentence? We're about to find out. Then you should come and check out the showcase because there's always, like, there's knitting, there's painting, there's crochet, there's tatting. Like, okay, you name the art and craft and there's... Like, paint by number? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been to Stampede in a few years. <laughs> I, know, I went looking for it last year, and I could not find the showcase. I think it's in the BMO building, because that's where I drop it off. Okay. In Hall D and E, I think. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so, if I go this year, I definitely want to check it out. So it's if you go to the BMO building, that's where it is. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yay! What are you working on? Well, so I finished my vanilla latte socks. That's the... That's of the Regia Floromania pink and purple colorway. Nice, cool. This is the one I had the knitting nightmare about. Right, and how did it go? Uh, it's good. I haven't I haven't washed or blocked them, but they are bound off. They are ends woven in, ready ready to be worn, nice. possibly even washed. <laughs> nice. Though I may I may set them and put them in the microwave with some vinegar just to be sure. <laughs> well, you never know. That could it could help, right? Well, I'm, I, I don't think it could hurt it. <laughs> No, I don't think it could hurt it. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it's nice. Nice to have a nice pair of very, very bright socks. Awesome. 
All right, show me your nits. Okay, so I haven't started this yet, but I am going to start this because I literally just finished my socks today. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you want to tell everybody about your finishing your socks? Yeah, I'll tell them in a second. Okay. So I'm starting to swatch for a color work cardigan. So I met with Miss S. We worked out all the math. So, of course, all that's left now is the swatching, which I'm not normally very good at. And I would just like to take the time to say right now that we've already edited this area twice because of some supremely really loud thunder cracks right over my house that have shaken my house. So that'll be part of the outtakes. Yeah, we'll see if we can fit it in at the end. It's it's pretty spectacular. It, yeah, you know, you like last time Jen was saying, oh, you know, we were saying something about the storm. And if you hear that, sorry, because it was sort of hailing and I have a sunlight and, you know, so it's kind of loud in my house sometimes. But mm-hmm. according to Jen, you can't hear this storm. So there you go. But you can definitely hear these. Yeah. So stay tuned at the yeah. end, Vlad, in a little but, bit of the But audio. also be prepared because it's like it shook my house. It was so loud. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm swatching now for this cardigan mm-hmm. in theory. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. I'm not very good at it, but it requires three different size needles to get the shaping in the body. I think that's so brilliant. <clears throat> Instead of having to do decreases and increases. Yes, and- well, that's because Mrs. S and I are lazy and didn't <laughs> want to have to think about all those decreases and increases. And it would also <clears throat> affect your pattern, right? And, and that's you- why we didn't want to do it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because that's annoying. Mm-hmm. And no, thanks. So there you go. That's uh, what I'm doing it. And you're going to tell everybody what the pattern is yet, or are you going to keep it a secret until you officially start? Keeping it a secret until I officially start. It's a super secret cardigan. It is a super secret card- cardigan. <laughs> all right, so for <clears throat> myself, I'm working on vanilla socks, because that's all I seem to do anymore. Ta-da! I know, right? But this one's out of Broco socks, and yep. it's metallic, <clears throat> and it's kind of blues and grays and charcoals all together. Okay. I love sparkly, but I'm not crazy about this. Just the feel of the yarn. So usually when you have like a sparkly Angelina, it's little flecks in kind of spun into the wool. Right. This has an actual silver strand all the way through it. Like, oh, it's like my Santa socks. Yeah. Yeah. But the strand is kind of sharp. Oh. You know, like, so when I'm knitting, I'm finding that I can actually feel every time the little strand of metallic goes over my finger. So I'm not I'm not sure how the socks are going to feel when they're finished, but worse comes to worse, if not, they are a Christmas gift. Yeah, exactly. You can give <laughs> give the gift of crunchy socks. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but if, if a person isn't spoiled like we are, you know, fine merino socks, and you say, here, have this pair of hand-knit wool socks, yeah. most people will probably accept them. They, well, they better. Yeah, I know, right? Right. So what else <laughs> are you working on? I am, You're prolific. I know. I actually have some stuff that I've been working on. So I'm st- I touched base on starting my brick list last time, and that's Stephen West pattern. I'm doing it out of kind of a creamy white and a pink and purple Volmiza, and it's coming along well. I'm, it's raining really hard here, so if you hear tappa tappa tappa, it's the rain on the sun <laughs> on the sun thing. Skylight, skylight. That's what there I'm thinking. <laughs> and so <clears throat> yeah, so I've. I think I've got one more set of color changes. So the pink and purple alternated with the white stripes. Right on. And then I get to start the solid purple and pink. And cool. then I should be done. So it cool, is, cool. It is not big as in tall. Like okay. it's not very deep, but it is wide. Wide? Awesome. So I'm excited to see how this is actually going to turn out. 
maybe I'll make play with the blocking to get kind of the shape that I want. Right. But let's be considerate in the fact that I am a lazy knitter and I will probably just wear it without blocking. Well, there you go. That's, you know, Yay. not the first time. <laughs> I know, right? And what else are you making? And a boneyard <laughs> by Stephen West. No, a bricklist. Oh, no, boneyard. Bricklist was my pink and purple and oh. white. And so the boneyard oh, yeah. is his free pattern. I think you did a shawl out of it. I did a boneyard, yep. And I've done a boneyard, my Seahawks colorway. Yep. <clears throat> and so I have I have a lot of hand spun yarn at home. I love to spin, haven't used any of it, so I've finally decided to use some of it. Yay! Yay! And so I've tried the boneyard. Cool. So I think the weight has gotta be about a DK. Okay. But it's it's pretty, it's actually pretty decently spun in the fact that it's mostly even. I'll run into a okay. section every time where I'll be a little <coughs> bit overspun. Oops. Oopsies. So it's a little <coughs> thin and occasionally a little thick. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's hand spun though. That's character. That is character. And I just have to remember when I'm using it that it's not commercial, but it is so soft. Nice. And so it's a merino silk blend okay yeah it's kind of the mulberry colorway and it's got a bit of a tweedy color to it where you right. see little flecks of other stuff cool it's gonna be beautiful awesome and i i didn't set the yarn before i started knitting with it so Psh, live dangerously i know right so dance outside in thunderstorms oh my goodness yeah with a lightning rod you um, might as well <laughs> so i'm hoping that if and when i block it that it won't all of a sudden bloom and turn into cardboard. Because it's beautiful now. The drape on it is just perfect. But I'm worried that if I get it wet, it will bloom and become very stiff because... Well, let's hope that that doesn't happen. Or I'll just I'll just keep true to my pattern and I just won't block it. Why not, hey? I know. Oh my goodness. Don't so- mess with a good system. <laughs> like to live dangerously. I, on the other hand, I'm like, I have to block this. Will you have, well, for your <clears throat> Butterblumchen? Yeah, I have to, because they have to look good. Yeah. For everybody. Yeah, to be entered, right? Yeah. Are you going, are they displayed flat? Like Yes. Then you don't actually slide a fake foot into them to open the color work, anything like that? No. Hmm. I don't have a fake foot anyway. Uh, Miss S has a fake foot. Uh, well, I have some, like, cardboard sock-shaped things. <laughs> well, I think she... Sock blockers, that's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, sock blockers. <laughs> I think for Miss S, when she was uh, dyeing her yarn and displaying it on non-live models, she got a Halloween severed foot that she was using as her sock model. As far as I know, it's all just flat. I just submit it flat and then they put it out. They they do display it so it looks like a sock, you know? Okay. I don't know. It'll be fine. (laughs) It'll be good. It'll be fine. So good knitting goes bad. Okay, well, this hasn't really gone bad, and it's not really knitting at this point. But for this colorwork cardigan, it's going to be out of, hopefully, a brown and blue. So -hmm. the blue is going to be the colorwork part, and the brown is going to be, like, the majority of this sweater. Okay. So, uh, Miss S and I hand-dyed this yarn. Both the blue and the brown? Uh, Well, she did the blue a long time ago. Okay. But the brown we did together recently. And, you know, so it was a little bit bleedy and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll take it home and wash it again, right? Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Sometimes it happens. Just a little oversaturated, right? Just a little oversaturated. And, you know, I have never... I have washed this yarn so much. And it's not the brown that's coming out. It's like this weird yellowy... 
nasty yellowy mm-hmm. color that's coming out like I could describe it in terms nobody wants to hear so I'll spare everybody that you're welcome <laughs> and it's just like I, and I I've dumped in like tons and tons of vinegar to help it set and it's just not working so <clears throat> we'll see what we'll see how I do with this so worse comes to worse what's your alternate yet. I have no idea commercial yarn can you get a commercial yarn in the in the I don't know I don't know. We'll see. I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. Yeah. There's got to be a different... There's got to be some way. There's got to be something that I can do. I'm just not sure. And I've been really busy, so it's not like I've worried about it a lot. And I still have to swatch, so it's not like the end of the world. Okay. You know. Hmm. So, you know that nightmare that you're having? Mm-hmm. With your... With those fluorescent socks? Yeah, I'm having that with brown yarn. <laughs> you're actually physically I'm living it. it. Oh, no. I'm living it. But I'm sure it'll come to an okay resolution. At least, like... <clears throat> At the very least, mm-hmm. I am very thankful that I am washing it now and not discovering that it's bleeding while I have another color in there with it, destroying all my hard work. Yeah, yeah, it's a good plan to... to right? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, if this yarn for some reason doesn't work out, I didn't ruin a stranded colorwork cardigan. Yeah. So, there's always that. <laughs> oh, no. Look on the bright side of life. Yeah. I haven't ruined it. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, but we'll see. Okay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for more on that. All right, book review. Ah, okay. So I've been uh, studiously ignoring my studies Mm -hmm. and reading books instead. (laughs) And my husband took one of the books that I had bought to read. Thank you for taking that. And so I had to come up with something else to read. So I bought, on a whim, I bought a book called, uh, I think it's called... I don't even remember what the first one's called. It's a series of books called The Parasol Protectorate. Mm-hmm. And it's by Gail Carriger. Oh, it's called Soulless. That's number one. Okay. And it's very good. If you like steampunk slash fantasy, it's like steampunk with werewolves and vampires. And there's an entire season. And my sister-in-law has read all of them. And there's other series. Okay. And she loves them all. Okay. So and I'm on number two. Do you know roughly off the top of your head how many books are in the whole series? I'm going to go with five. Okay. Because that's all I've ever seen <laughs> at the bookstore. But there could be more, but I'm pretty sure it's about five or six in the okay. series. And apparently she's really good at getting the new books out. Oh, I love quickly. that. It's not like years and years, maybe you'll get one. Yeah. So she's pretty good about or when you're getting them out. Or when your <laughs> author has a series that's 12 books long and he dies during the 11th book. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, anyways, these are good. You can read them on their on their own. Like, I'm on book two, and they sort of repeat kind of what's happening in book... What happened in book one, so that it, book two makes sense. Okay. Because it's like a continuation of the characters' lives. But it's it's good. It's not so overdone that you're like, yeah, I already read this book. Yeah, yeah, they're not regurgitating the first book. No, they're just like, oh, yeah, and back then, blah, blah, blah happened. Okay, so giving you some context. Yeah. But okay. it's a good series. You have to like steampunk. And you have to like fantasy. And okay. if you do, you're good to go. Have you looked to see if she's got a Ravelry fan group? No, I didn't. that didn't occur to me. But now I'm going to do that <laughs> as soon as we're done. Okay, sounds good. I'm just saying. <laughs> Stuff I'm watching on the internet. So I'm re-watching yeah. Suits 
because apparently they re- very recently released a whole bunch of new episodes. They did. I know this because I talked to somebody at work and she was all like, oh, I like to watch it, but we were all caught up. I'm like, there's new episodes. Yeah, like just released. And she's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. So now we know what she did all weekend. With her mom, yep. Yep. And what have you been watching? Oh, I've been watching a lot of things on the internet because when I'm not reading books to escape <laughs> homework, I'm watching stuff on the internet. So I have now caught up to all the Good Wife series that they have on Net- Canadian Netflix. I don't know if American Netflix has more, but Canadian Netflix, I'm caught up. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really like that series. Is it a made f- made for Netflix series? No, no, no? it's on Is regular it TV. Uh, no, it's. Uh, American. Oh, okay. I think it's on, I don't know, it's on Global in Canada. Oh, okay. So whatever that is in America, I don't know. I like it. It's pretty good. Ta-da. <laughs> um, and then I also watched the entire first season of The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. It, Unbreakable. Tina Fey is one of the producers of this show. Mm-hmm. And normally, like, I'm not a fan of this type of show. It's not, it's sort of like, not toilet humor, but it's like... I don't know. I, I normally don't go for this kind of humor. So a little bit raunchy? Like st- stereotypes, right? Okay. Like a lot of stereotypes and a lot of, you know, like family obvious friendly? Jokes. No. No? Okay, so not family friendly. Don't watch this with your little kids. I mean, like if you have a 17-year-old yeah, and they're fairly wise to the world, 17-year-old, you're probably good to go. Maybe even 16. Don't watch this with your six-year-old. If you have an infant who has no idea what's going on... (laughs) Consider the source, yeah. You know, consider what's happening, but just saying. But it is so funny. Okay. Like, I laugh at this show all the time. And, like, I was... The first episode, I was sort of like, "Uh, I don't know. But I'm like, I'm going to watch the second episode. By the second episode, I was just... Like, it was hilarious. So, literally laugh out loud funny? Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, my favorite character, his name is Titus Andromedon. Oh, man, he's awesome. He's just so... It's just such a weird, like, crazy show. And I have the theme song stuck in my head (laughs) for two days. Okay. I love it. It's so funny. Okay. just saying. Okay. So, um, and then I also watched a movie. It's called The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Now, this is a BBC movie. It's very dry British humor, but it is also hilarious mm-hmm. in a different way, in an entirely different way than <laughs> more Kimmy adult Schmidt. Humor? But it is so, it is just so funny. And I normally, I really wouldn't have watched it, mm-hmm. except my mom told me it was really funny. Ha ha ha. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm yeah. bored. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I have school work to do. I might as well watch I this. I might as well watch <laughs> The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it's awesome. So family friendly? Uh, older kids. Okay. Older kids. Like. Has some adult content. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like. It's not like Orange is the New Black. No. No. But it's definitely some adult themes happening. Okay. Yeah, it's about a bunch of old British people that go to this uh, hotel in um, Jaipur, India. Mm -hmm. And they're promised all these things. And. Hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. Okay. And I could totally see it happening, too. Like, it's just so... And it's... Oh, it's just so funny. Okay, that, I like the sound of that one. You I should watch, watch that. that you should watch that one. And I'm also watching Death Comes to Pemberley, which is sort of like... Pemberley is where um, Pride and Prejudice ends, right? Mm-hmm. Darcy marries Lizzie, and then 
um, they go to live in Pemberley. That's his mm-hmm. estate. So this is like, it occurs later, and it's like a murder mystery, and it's, I think P.D. James wrote it. I don't know who that is. Uh, they're a mystery writer. Okay. I don't know if P.D. James is a girl or a boy. They, they are a mystery <laughs> writer. So, I mean, I've never read any of P.D. James's books, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, I'll watch this. Yeah. And it's pretty good, too. Okay. Is that a series or is that a movie? It's, it's like a three-part series, so I'm on part two. Okay. No, that sounds good. It's good, awesome. Good knitting TV. It is. It is. Anyways, so I've been watching a lot of TV. That's what we've learned about me. <laughs> a lot of time on my hands. And so it followed me home, stash enhancement. Why don't you start? I've been talking for a long time. <sighs> well, I went to the Okanagan for a baby shower, and I had a gift certificate to the local yarn shop Yay. in Kelowna. So I felt obliged to go in and Ugh. enhance my stash. Life is tough. I know, right? And so I I literally had, I think, about 10 minutes to get in, get my stuff, and get back out the door. You like so. to live dangerously. I know, right? Man, so between this and, like, <laughs> not letting your yarn bloom, my God, what will she do next? <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah. So I screamed in. I knew where to keep the Madeline Tosh. Love <laughs> Madeline Tosh. So I ended up leaving with two skeins of Madeline Tosh Marina Light. One's in the charcoal colorway, and obviously it's charcoal color. Well, and, I'm shocked. And black velvet, which is tones of gray and charcoal with, like, little splashes of pink. Like hot pink? Like baby pink through hot pink. Crazy. Yeah, but, like, not a lot of it. Huh. So I'm thinking... These both are destined to be star showers, most likely, because that's all I seem to think about wanting to knit. That and vanilla socks. Yes, I know. And so, I am dying to cast this on. Well, you should just do it. I know, because I don't have enough projects already on. Yep. So, let me tell you about what happened with my uh, sock Mm -hmm. today. So, I'm at school. And I had to do a photo essay sort of thing, a narrative photo array. And I was like, oh, I'll do the story about how yarn becomes socks. So I take it. And then I'm like, oh, I need to finish the sock so I can take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. So I race to finish it. <laughs> oh, no. And I finished it. And then I have an hour and a half between classes with nothing to do. No emergency backup. Eh? Nothing. I had nothing in my car. I had cleaned out my car. I had nothing in the car. Nothing on me. So I texted Jen. <laughs> and then I looked at Ravelry. And then I went to class. Oh, yeah, and you're close enough to a yarn shop, but that that would Ugh. be... But then I'd have to wind it, and I'd have to do all this stuff, and I was just like, eh. Ugh. It's okay. So, did you pl- plan your next project? Nope. No? No, I just looked at other people's projects. I sort of planned a project, but on okay. my next one. So, just got inspired... Yes, I did. That's okay. for sure. So what did what followed you home? Or technically, so, I guess it followed both of it, us it home. It did. It followed both of us home. So we, along with Mrs. S and Miss K, all went to the Inglewood Night Market, which is in the neighborhood of Inglewood. Shocker. Um, and they have it, I think, June through September. Not every weekend, though. No, it's only certain Fridays. I think it's the third Friday, second Friday? Second yeah, Friday. Yeah, I think so. Um, of the month and it's great it's from 6 p.m to 11 p.m uh it would have been nicer had it been slightly warmer but <laughs> it was okay it kept most of the people away and there were no bugs yeah and it but and it was cold enough to wear hand knits and it was yes so we there was a girl there that we used to knit with 
and she runs Two Birds Knitting Company, and she dyes yarn. Mm-hmm. So I may have bought some yarn from her. We may have been yarn stalking her on Facebook for I'm, a while. Yep, that was me. <laughs> I was completely Facebook stalking her yarn mm-hmm. because I love her colors. And, you know, so I did that. And I bought, um, it's a purple sparkly sock weight yarn. Mm-hmm. And I think I got the blue sparkly sock I think you, you did get the blue, turquoisey sparkly. Yeah. yeah. More of a turquoise. So this is a purple, and it's like a dusty purple. And the name is Titus Andromedon, which may sound familiar <laughs> because it's from the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I love it. And then the other one I got was this like gray, tones of gray with little stripies of hot pink and hot green. And I think you got the same color. I believe I did. And it's called Nevermind the Bollocks. <laughs> and it's awesome. And that's going to turn into socks for me. I don't know what I have planned for, for sure, that. For sure, for me, that's going to turn into socks. And I'm going, my plan is I'm going to just do plain vanilla socks, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pearl every time Ooh, I come to the colors. That's Ah. Yeah, maybe uh. mine are going to turn into socks. Hey. We could have matchy matchy socks. We could have matchy matchy socks because I was like, that's a good way to pop them out. We right? could be like team knitting a story with matchy matchy socks. I know, socks. hey, look at that. <laughs> so that's my plan, in theory. That that sounds like a good plan. It is a good plan, and I don't know what t- Titus will be yet. I don't know either. I've been thinking about it. Titus might become some like a star shower, star shower call. Powell. I can't speak anymore. I give up. (laughs) I know with the sparkles, like, they're nice on your feet, but my goodness, it'd be nice in a cowl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I already have two pairs of sparkly socks as Mm -hmm. well. So it's not like I'm lacking sparkly socks. Well, once my buttercup socks are finished being displayed, I have two pairs. Mm -hmm. So why do I need another pair? I could have a sparkly neck thing. Yes. And, you know, I am not against wearing my sparkly neck thing with sparkly socks that don't match and gloves <laughs> that don't match because that's okay. I'm okay being the crazed knitter. The knitting on bag campus. lady? Yeah. <laughs> I will be cold or stylishly warm. Yeah. Stylish is a. Uh, or warm. <laughs> or warm. Stylishly warm. Yeah. Eclectic. Eclectic. I'm eclectic. Yes. Yeah. So, skills for the apocalypse. This is you. Well, it's not me. It's really my husband. But, okay. So, he was telling me this story. Somebody was making fun of him at work because they found out that he knits. They found out. He admitted it freely that he knitted. (laughs) Yeah. like he was, like, doing it in the backseat of a car and got caught. (laughs) And so, somebody else... Closet knitter. Somebody else basically gave him heck for it. And somebody else... For the fact that he was a man? And he was knitting. Okay. Right? Uh, or that he knit. He wasn't knitting because he forgot his knitting here. <clears throat> but, you know, he freely admitted he knitted. Somebody else attacked him for it. And one of the other guys came to the rescue and was like, man, that's a life skill. Mm-hmm. See? So I'm, I've set him up for success. Mm-hmm. So if I don't survive the initial stages of the apocalypse, <laughs> yes. if something were to happen to me and I had to dig a hole and that didn't work out for me very well, right? At least he'll be stylishly warm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he'll be stylish because he'll be the only one knitting. So what does he care? Yeah. Yeah. I've set him up for success. Okay. Should something happen to me, he can have a scarf. And all my stash. 
Yeah. And your stash. Yeah. Well, now that's love. It's the apocalypse, right? Well. <laughs> like, what's he going to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> well, he could find you guys, but, yeah. you know. So, anyways, there you go. It's a skill for the apocalypse, knitting. It's a skill for the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So spinning. Okay, so, also, because I've had so much homework to do, <laughs> I've started getting back in the groove of spinning. So, I turned on some Netflix. I'm sure that's a shock to all of you. <laughs> And I started spinning again. It's uh, some really light blue BFL with just a wee little hint of sparkles. Okay. And I'm on my second bobbin. Not that I... I didn't spin an entire bobbin. That was already done. <laughs> and okay. And I didn't touch it again. So I'm on my second bobbin, and I'm thinking I might have another bobbin left, and mm-hmm. then I'll ply it. Okay. Into a three-ply. Navajo, most likely? Or you, would you... Mm, no, I'd probably just three-ply it. Yeah. Like, all together. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, oh, uh, maybe Navajo. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Hmm. I haven't thought that far ahead. I got to spin this first. Okay. But man, I love spinning. I miss it. And like, it worked for me. Like, I gave up a while ago because it was like every time I treadled, like the yarn would break and it would mm-hmm. just blah, right? And it was all wrong and it was pulling and then it wasn't so pulling enough. What changed? Probably my attitude. Yeah? Just I, more patience? Just more patience, I think. Because, like, before, it would, like, yank the yarn out of my hand or it would mm-hmm. break the yarn or I'd be treadling away and it's not picking it up. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. ha, ha, and I would just get more and more frustrated, aggravated yeah. with it. So I, I just put it away for months, like, probably a year. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. Just, I, it was gone. Yeah. Because I just couldn't deal with it. So are you going to participate in Tour de Fleece? I don't know. That's coming up in July. Eh, maybe. Maybe informally. I don't know. We'll see. I always, my favorite part of Tour de Fleece is going on Ravelry and looking at people's beginning, like, where they're so cool and they make the collage where they've got a picture of the stash, like, all fluffy, and then pictures in progress, and then final yarn. I love that. Yeah. I'm not that organized. (laughs) Oh, I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm definitely not that organized. I wish I was. This is a Lazy Knitters podcast. I wish I was, but, oh, well. But yeah, Tour de Fleece coming up. It is coming up in July. And so is Old's Fiber Week. Yay! It's coming and up this been, weekend. I know. We've been podcasting for two years. Yeah, town of Old's <laughs> in Old's, Alberta. At Old's College. At Old's College. I wonder if those first couple of episodes are still up on the internet. Oh, the, I have a feeling that nothing, they might start at like four. Nothing on the internet dies. That's true. That's true. Nothing on the internet. I does. should look back and see if actually it still links to our iTunes because it was a little rough. And mind you, that was the year we had the really horrific floods. Yep. And we were talking about the floods in we Olds, talk- Canada. <laughs> At Olds College in the town of Olds right. in Alberta. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and we did have the horrendous floods. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. And this year, that. beautiful. Well, other uh, other, other than, than the loud thunder that was occurring right over my house. Yeah. It's which it's, has moved on and now it's sunny outside. It's been absolutely beautiful. For those of you who don't live in Alberta, specifically in Calgary, mm-hmm. they ha- there's a saying we've said it man- many times before. If you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. So Jen got here, nothing was going wrong. Then it started raining. Then it started shaking my house because it was thundering right over it, and there's lightning. And, and then it started like really heavy raining, and now it's sunny. Yeah. All in the space of 31 oh, minutes. I know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So wait five minutes and yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah. And they try and forecast here and they 
they just shouldn't. They should just hang a weather rock outside your window. If it's if it's wet, it's raining outside. Yeah. If it's moving, it's windy. Yeah. If there's two of them, you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's all. That's all for us for. today. Yep. <laughs> so join join us at our webpage at knittingastory.wordpress.com. right? Or you can come to our uh, Facebook at Knitting a Story. Our Ravelry at Knitting a Story podcast. I'm Jen's account, and I'm beloved of a Bast. And we will do our best to attach the rumble and thunder. Hopefully, and our screams. <laughs> At the end of this. So, yeah. so stay, stay tuned. There's spoilers. Yes. Or extras or whatever. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Ooh, that was a lot of... That was a broad thing. Woo-hoo! Uh, so, of course, all that's left now is to do the actual swatching, which mm-hmm. I'm normally really not good at doing, but... Oh, my God. <laughs>